Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show almost wrapping up the year of 2016 and really getting ready to kick off 2017. Probably in about the best way I can think of nerd-wise, because probably the biggest nerd I know in Florida is joining the Riley and Kimmy show and a person I can say beyond a doubt who loves comic books. And that is Rick Shea, the owner of Famous Faces and Funnies in Melbourne, Florida. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy show, Rick. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Now, you are probably, I mean, I, I know I don't know what the percentage is. I know there are some comic book shop owners that don't like, really love comic books. They're just in, they think it's a way to make money. You truly are, beyond a doubt, a fan of comic books. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. I've been reading comics almost my whole life and just, you know, selling comics now for 26 years. Love what I do. Love the people I deal with. You know, so lucky to have this job and appreciate every second of it. Now, I, I'm i curious here, not to ask for numbers or anything like that, but how is the comic industry going for you? I hear stories that some comic book stores are not doing well, did not have the greatest of 20 or the greatest year, 2016. How, how was Famous Faces and Funnies? 2016 and, and the outlook for 2017 um we've done great i mean i, I definitely hear hear a little bit of horror stories of stores having some tough times and i think they're kind of still chasing variants and you know looking at what the way things used to be a year ago or five years ago and kind of don't understand you got to change with the market but yeah for us we just had um this last week of uh leading up to christmas we had our best week of all time by about 20 percent uh, beating out last year's Christmas week. Uh, December's looking like our best month ever, beating out last year's December and even our free comic May and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're definitely having our best year. Uh, we've already beat last year's, you know, totals with, uh, with still, you know, uh, half of, almost a week to go and, uh, or with, with several days ago. And yeah, we're really, really happy with how it's gone. So, um, it's just a matter of carrying the right diversity, treating people right and, you know, and care pushing the right books and, and anything we recommend, we have a money back guarantee on. So that definitely goes a long way to um, get people to try new books. No one, you know, we're not selling used cars here. I can trick you into buying something once, but if you come in and you enjoy Paper Girls or Saga or Walking Dead or uh, any Marvel or DC book that we, you know, promote or any any other independent, you're going to come back and go, wow, that was great. What else is good? Oh, hey, Hitman was a lot of fun. Let me see what else that, you know, Garth Ennis has done. And, you know, guides him into preacher and uh, the boys and stuff like that. So yeah, we're, we're doing really well. We're really excited about um, some cool new image books coming up and a lot of cool independence and um, some cool books from DC and Marvel and everyone. So yeah, it's a great, great time for the industry. And I just hope, uh, you know, any store it's not doing as, as well as, um, you know, as they could be just shifts their focus and try some new books and sees what happens, you know, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we're, we're really excited for this next year and seeing where comic industry takes us. Who's the top dog, at least in your area? Marvel, DC, Independent? Um, believe it or not, our top three books are, uh, are from Image Comics. So it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of stuff like um, like Saga and Walking Dead and Paper Girls that are right at the top of our list, selling over 100 copies an issue. Um, but yeah, right behind that, it's um, DC selling about 100 Batman really well on Just League Suicide Squad miniseries going on now. It's been off to a great start. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of DC. Um, 
Marvel's definitely down from where it was. I think it's just too many relaunches and too many books that are four ninety nine. That's kind of hurt their market. And um, you know, we're kind of done chasing the hey, let me order twenty five to get this one twenty five variant, and then we only sell you know ten or fifteen copies and go, man, that wasn't worth you know chasing that to um, had our numbers. So yeah, so Mar- Marvel's definitely seeing some tough times. They're going to have to do a lot more than just constantly relaunching every six months or every year like they've been doing. So. Um, DC's rebirth really got a whole new crowd in here and here we are, you know, six months in and, uh, we're issue 13, issue 14 coming up on these books and we're still selling crazy numbers, you know, close to a hundred on, uh, several books like Batman and flash and justice league and even Superman selling better than it's sold in years. Um, Titans and teen Titans, great, you know, better than they've been in, in about 10 years at this rate. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on. So yeah, just a wild time for the industry. Um, there's two new books from out from Image we're really excited about. They are, uh, I was able to read in advance, and I think it's awesome that Image is able to get retailers the resources to get not just the first issue, but sometimes the first two or three issues of a new book. So um, we were able to read Curse Words, I really enjoyed, by Charles Sewell and uh, Ryan Brown. Um, doing a great, great job, you know, making something totally different, quirky, kind of crazy. Uh, there's a talking koala in the book. <laughs> so a talking koala named Margaret. The joke is that like, um, Mar- it's like T Margaret, T Margaret. Oh, is Margaret with him? Is Margaret with wizard? You know, like the main character. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but, um, but yeah, curse words is one we think is going to be the next big book. And then, uh, God country also phenomenal, um, a writer that's just kind of coming up now, but I think he's got the potential to be the next big guy. And the, uh, more we've looked into his older stuff like Buzzkill about a hero that only has powers is only powerful when he's drunk or stoned. Okay. <laughs> so that, that was a, um, an older series that he did at Dark Horse. And now that we're reading this, I'm going, man, what else can I read by this guy? So I'm kind of going back and looking at stuff like that, um, the payback stuff like that. But yeah, Donnie Cates, um, that's a book called God country about a guy that is, um, he is, um, got alzheimer's he's kind of you know can't remember anything except when he care he basically gets a hold of the sword and as soon as he's touching the sword he remembers everything and he's totally coherent and it's like you know why let go of the sword when you know was able to uh give you your memories back and basically that you know this guy's in in perfect shape and and fantastic so it's an interesting twist of like a family that would be falling apart because uh, the father the guy's trying to take care of his father who's obviously not with it, but sure enough, like something happens where this giant 12 foot sword shows up and um, he gets a hold of that and it basically changes his whole, um, you know, his whole life. So yeah, it's interesting. God country where I was able to read the first few issues of that. I can't wait to see what happens next. So yeah, I think those are the next two big books and sure enough, we'll push them with the money back guarantee in our store. And, you know, I can't imagine anyone's going to go, Oh, this sucks. I want my money back, but Hey, you at least got the chance. It's not your cup of tea, but yeah, us pushing the right books. I think it's a big part of, you know, why, where we're at and, and why we'll sell more copies of those than we do with Spider-Man or X-Men or, or, uh, you know, some of the other major characters. So it's pretty wild. I haven't talked to anybody since uh, it's been a while when Marvel announced the, uh, Captain America Hydra storyline where he was a Hydra agent. Did that cause a backlash to Marvel when they did that? Did that hurt them? Um, it definitely did. I mean, there was a lot of people freaking out. Now, the funniest thing about um, about internet and social media is so many of the people are like, my daughter's crying because uh, Captain America is a Nazi and he's a bad guy and blah, blah, blah. It's like, do you, do you read in comics? No. Oh, you don't? Okay, then you're purchasing exactly as many as you were before. <laughs> you're not hurting <laughs> the industry. It's not like everyone who's right reading comics every Wednesday is dropping all their titles and I'm quitting all Marvel forever. It's like, when was the last time? You, well, I used to read comics 10 years ago. Okay. Well, Marvel got your attention. So they did their job, you know? Mm. So 
Um, all of the almost all of the response of people freaking out were people that were not purchasing comics anyway. Mm. <laughs> so it's it's kind of funny that um, all the backlash. You know, I, on one hand, Marvel always goes to any publicity is good publicity, and I'm not always in agreement with that. However, in this instance, sure enough, it did help people. It did sell a lot more copies of number one. It sold a lot more copies of the first two issues. But sure enough, um, there was a big six or seven week drop between issue one and issue two. So by the time the second and third and fourth issues came out, the the reaction wasn't there. They should have had it like, oh, here's number one. Two weeks later, here's number two, you know. So, um, but yeah, it definitely got people talking and the story's still going on and it feels a little dragged out now. But I think a big part of that is because it was going to be play out in Civil War, which just ends tomorrow um, or which just ends this week with um, with a big, um, you know, decent, good, good finale. But um, but yeah, they're, they're definitely, um, you know, uh, it, it, the story probably went on a little longer than it should have. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely not selling quite the numbers it was when it first came out, but, um, uh, but yeah, it was an interesting twist. It got people talking and that's, that's comics creators job is just to get people checking out on um, their stories and coming up with new stuff, you know, to do with the characters that's been around 75 or 80 years. So. Do you see a, a younger audience coming into famous faces and funnies or is it families that, let's say a brother or sister or an older sister reads and has read for a number of years and they bring in, you know, their younger sibling or a relative or maybe a, a father and mother who read, bring in their child is, or are kids discovering on their own? Is, is there a young base that is going to be replacing you and me, uh, um, years to come? I, I hope, yeah, I sure hope so. I mean, to, um, to some degree, uh, we are seeing more families and more couples. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I've been selling comics now for, for over 25 years and, going to, um, you know, seeing one point when the comic industry was maybe, you know, five or 6% female, it was a tiny, tiny percentage of anything, but, you know, but white males, you know, middle-aged white males or whatever. So these days it's, it's awesome that there's such a better variety of people that are, um, buying comics and it's all, you know, all ages all across the map. It's funny because every once in a while, you know, a parent will go just this last week, especially, um, with uh the holiday season we had a lot of parents that were coming in and going oh okay i'm buying this uh walking dead for my my kid and i was like what's the age range under and they're you know mostly they're like okay they're 15 or 16 all right they understand there's nothing too too crazy in here um that's going to go too far but like they watch the show i'm like okay there's a few things in the comics a little farther than the the show but um but yeah uh, the good news is there is a whole bunch of new people coming in um even tonight there was a a kid uh, that called, I, I, he, you know, I guess they have family in the area they were visiting and they were like, oh, what time are you going to be open till? And I ended up here late anyway. So um, he came by and picked up some comics and a, a toy and he was like, oh, I'm so glad I was able to stop in and, you know, made a long drive from an hour away, mm. uh, which was awesome. So, I mean, it's cool that he was able to come in and buy the next few issues of his favorite uh, favorite comics. And we're, we're definitely lucky to see such a better variety of, of customers these days where, you know, there's some, it's kind of funny. We're having to re-examine how we order some stuff, some stuff we might not sell all of in the first, you know, three or four weeks or even month or two that it's out. But down the road, we know we'll sell a bunch of one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. If, you know, once new people discover it on certain things. So, um, so yeah, the market is ever changing and, and we're, I'm glad we're seeing so many new, uh, customers and so many, so many people who haven't read comics before, but, yeah, that, that's the thing is I think this industry has something for everyone and it's more diverse and more um, eclectic than it's ever been. So I'm pretty happy with the way things are going. Did did I'm curious, uh, Did well, I encounter people who they, they're not aware that The Walking Dead, 
was part of a comic book. Uh, you know, right. Oh, they, yeah. they, they have no I clue. Just talked right. To guys tonight that was shocked about it. Right. <laughs> He's a giant fan of the show. I'm like every week it says graph based on the comics and graphic novels by, you know, these creators. So it's kind of funny. Did, did you have a backlash by any chance by when that season premiere happened? And, you know, some people were like, Oh, it's gotten totally out of hand. Did you have any, was there any of that, uh, with you? I mean, did they hit the comic book stores with negativity? Um, not really. I mean, I've, I've heard a few, there's been a few customers that a woman in here that was like, Oh, it's gotten, it was too violent. And I, so far I've enjoyed the season. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the cliffhanger thing pissed people off. They didn't want to wait six months to see what Negan was, you know, who Negan was going to kill. Right. But on the other hand, at least when it came back, I think it was different for me. And I, I might not be the, I don't think I'm the majority opinion here, but at least it was different enough from the, comic that and you know instead of instead of one giant death it was it was you know two pretty big deaths um and it was it definitely got people talking and everyone was like oh okay good the first person okay then my then uh then my favorite character safe oh no that happened too you know <laughs> it definitely did have a, a backlash and a lot of people are like it's too violent and ratings have gone down uh, but at the same time uh, yeah, it is. It is tough to follow that, and I, I think a lot of people, one way or another, will catch up on it. I think the the second half of the season is going to be a pretty interesting build up to, um, you know, the potential of the the next season being the best yet, and a, some really really cool stuff, and you know, a chance for the 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 good guys to be back on top after you know just six or seven episodes of them just getting beat down, you know, and uh, Negan killing several you know several people. Mm. So it's kind of kind of dark, but yeah, it's not like if every week were that level of excessive violence and gore i would definitely see how it would be too much for people but i think it's um you know it's not quite uh you know we're not going to see stuff like that all the time so yeah so overall i think that um yeah there, there was a bit of a backlash and ratings have gone down but at the same time it's still got over 10 million viewers and a lot of people watching it you know one way or another on um dvrs or this or that so yeah so it's it's still i i still enjoy the show and yeah we haven't really seen a, a backlash to the um, you know, to the comic sales, I, I think the comic right now is better than it's ever been. Can't wait to see what happens. I'm almost a little scared of what might happen in the next issue of Walking Dead in the next few days. So we'll see what happens. Whoa. And you yeah, have you, some teasers out there. We'll see. <laughs> and you and you have plenty of trade paperbacks probably in store, right? Oh, yeah. Walking Dead is one of those books. I, I make sure I've got at least five copies of every volume all the time. And I know it sounds silly. And I've talked to some dealers like, why don't you just carry one or two? I'm like, there's weeks where I'll, where I'll sell, you know four or five copies of, of volume 17 or whatever. And people go, oh, Hey, what's the show at? Where's it? Where Negan comes in, you know? And so we'll just point people in the right direction. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we all always stock very, very deep on books like that and saga and paper girls and, you know, all of our favorite books. We always stock very, very, uh, aggressively on. Now I know, I think it was about a year ago. I probably asked you, and I was kind of curious if there's been a change at all. Do the, the TV shows are outside of the walking dead. Let's say, you know, like the flash and, you know, the others that are on the networks, are they bringing anybody to the comic book shops? I mean, Daredevil, um, anything? They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, the, the funny thing for us is the rule seems to have been the last 10 years. It's kind of changed from what it used to be. Um, the less people that know what's a comic, the more of it we sell. I think we actually probably sold more of, say, Constant, you know, Hellblazer or Constantine. Wow. Um, you know, when that show, when that show, even though that show didn't have the biggest ratings, it had um, a big enough impact that it brought a lot of people into our store going, Hey, I really like this character. What else can I, you know, can I see with him? So um, for us, it has definitely seen an impact like Luke Cage um, definitely brought in a lot of people. Jessica Jones, we sold a ton of graphic novels. That's probably my favorite. Jessica Jones and alias is probably my favorite 
Marvel book of the last 15 years. Like, I absolutely love that. That and Runaways, I think, are the best best things that uh, Marvel's put out and some of the best new Marvel characters the last 20 years. So, um, for me, it was great to see uh, so many people go in and go, hey, how are the, the Alias comics? How's the, you know, the stuff for Jessica Jones? I love the Netflix. And I'm like, oh, man, it's so good. And just, yeah, they, they it's kind of funny because the um, story they did in Jessica Jones has, you know, is really from the fourth volume, which is definitely the best, but also the darkest. And the ones leading up to it are definitely some pretty wild moments. But, yeah, that's absolutely one of my favorite series. So it was so cool getting new people into um, – you know, into that series who came in off the Netflix thing. So, yeah, so we, we definitely see it move the needle like Flash and Arrow and um, Supergirl. Supergirl is another one where we've had a decent amount of, of new fans come in off that one. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely cool seeing these shows bring in a whole new audience. And it's just a matter of pointing them in the right direction, making sure they're leaving with something that's accessible where you don't have a you don't have to have like a Ph.D. in D.C. or Marvel history to read it. And, uh, you know, making sure they get the right thing so they'll enjoy it and come back. How is Star Wars doing for the comic book industry? Um, definitely does does well. I do think it's kind of funny because originally um, Marvel was going to do a Rogue One like prequel or something, and then for some reason it got canceled right after it was solicited. And everyone's like, "Wait a minute, why? You know, why do you miss a chance to, you know, have a have a movie that's made you know tons of obvious you know obvious giant built in fan base?" So it seems kind of weird that they don't have a Rogue One. Um, uh, tie-in or prequel or something. I, maybe they were just afraid of, of giving too much um, info away if they were made it obvious as a prequel or that um, something. But yeah, they could easily do a series, you know, with um, uh, you know, with some of the characters in there and have like a prequel kind of set up to uh, to where they're at and kind of mm-hmm. do some interesting stuff. Obviously, they're you know, they're, we know where their story ends and how it leads right into uh, the next movie. But at the same time, I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, you know, see a little more of, uh, you know, the row of the, the droid, you know, the really smart ass droid or, um, you know, some of the other characters. So yeah, I'll be shocked if we don't at least get a few mini series out of those characters. Which, uh, did you like better? Did you like force awakens a year ago or this better? Rogue one. Um, I thought for me, they were, they were pretty even. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed them both. I know, uh, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, this is the best Star Wars movie ever. Or this is, this is way better than force awakens. Um, on one hand, it was awesome seeing, you know, finally seeing episode seven after years and years and years of, you know, kind of going back to not having anything and then having the prequels, right. which were not as well received as <laughs> the original trilogy, of course. So um, I enjoyed Force Awakens a lot, but at the same time, yeah, this movie I really thought was was excellent. And considering the director hadn't done a whole lot of other stuff, I think he did uh, Monsters and, Godzilla. and uh, a few other movies. Yeah, Godzilla. Um, but yeah, the the um, for a guy who hasn't had a whole lot under his belt, man, his career is made now. I mean, geez, like after that, you know, he's got his choice of doing anything. But yeah, he did just did an amazing job, and uh, the cast was awesome. It was definitely a great, um, great job in, in casting and just you know making characters you care about like. So yeah, I, I've enjoyed both of them. I, I think a lot of I'm hearing a lot of like, oh, this is way better than Force Awakens. But to me, I think. A lot of I, you know, I've had friends and customers that are like, "Oh, the last movie I saw is the best movie of all time," and <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that you know they they automatically yeah. go to this is better than this, but you go back and rewatch and go, "Oh, no, they're both pretty good," you know. So I just think it's it's kind of funny that that uh, you know, so many people are like, "Oh, this." I've even had people that have I've had one customer tell me, "Rogue One," he thinks is his favorite movie of all time. I'm like, really? "Are you serious? Wow, that's that's a, a you know, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's great." But at the same time, I'm like, that's a that's a pretty ringing endorsement, like greatest movie of all time. 
So, but yeah, it's, it's wild. It definitely did a great job and the movie was fantastic. So I really enjoyed it. I have a feeling that last five minutes of that certain person who makes an appearance, let's just say with a lightsaber, right. I think that yeah. is uh, the thing that may flip some people over to the, you know, uh, the winning column, you know, that movie, I think. Right. You got it. Yeah, definitely. It, it really was what, um, what everyone wanted and just, yeah, it did a great job and, and definitely a pleasant, some pleasant surprises in there. So yeah, so it was a lot of cool little Easter eggs without, you know, without beating you over the head with it. So yeah, they did a, did a great job and uh, yeah, I was really, really happy with the movie. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about something coming up in 2017 that I know you are part of, and I have a feeling you wouldn't miss, and that is the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con. You got it? Yeah. And, and is Famous Face and, and Funny is going to be set up at the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're always happy to do any of the uh, any of the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con shows or uh, any anything else that uh, Mike's Comics is involved with. Uh, so yeah, we're excited about this, and then the Melbourne uh, Toy and Comic-Con in March. So um, yeah. He's got an incredible um, guest list. We're really, really excited to, to see um, some fantastic artists, including a few never, never been here before, and yeah, some of our favorite artists at, uh, at the show. So yeah, we're definitely excited, and we'll have a few tables set up, and you know, really looking forward to the show. A lot of our customers are really psyched about it. Now, you, I would have to say, is probably my source of being the. You're the expert that I know on Rob Gilry. I think right. uh, you, you are a big fan of Chuk, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it just had its ending, um, and yeah, they did an awesome job. I think uh, having an ending in the last issue was more of kind of an epilogue in the future. But um, but yeah, it was great, um, fantastic series that uh, we really enjoyed all the way through. It's been a big seller for us, um, doing pretty well in issues. But it's one of those we're constantly getting people into the trades, and uh, especially um, having Rob Gillery here a few times in. Um, in Florida, you know, he's met a met a bunch of people that were like, "Oh man, I always kind of wanted to dive into this," and they dove into it. We're like, "Man, I can't read through this fast enough," you know. So <laughs> it's uh, it's cool. It's got a bunch of new fans in our store these last few years, and we're we're constantly getting new people into it. It's again, of course, one of those books we recommend with a money back guarantee. And so far, no one's ever said, "Oh, this I, this wasn't for me." You know, they were like, "Oh my God, how many volumes are there?" All right, I got to get them all. So yeah, I've had people just burning through them. I even I think I just sold another. Um, uh, seven and eight or eight and nine to somebody today that was, you know, just burning through to, wow. to kind of get through the end of the series. So yeah, definitely a great series. So we're excited to have Rob back in, uh, in Orlando to sign a bunch of comics. So should be good. Do you, in case somebody's looking for, do you have any of the uh, back issues by chance? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we got a healthy amount, uh, probably almost every issue in the last 30 or, or 40 issues. We, we start pretty aggressively. So, um, yeah, we ordered a lot of extras of the, the final issue, which is an awesome, like double sized, um, kind of send off to it but yeah of course yeah we have certainly a lot of two um graphic novels and uh, we have all the graphic novels with you know several copies of each and then a lot of the single issues as well so yeah we'll, we'll definitely bring all that stuff for him and all these other great creators to the show and i was going to ask that do you have his other you know other materials like billy tushi and and stuff available some of the artists that will be at uh, the orlando toy and comic-con yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we always bring um, bring a solid amount of uh, stuff to to uh, be purchased, just the cover price to to get signed. So, um, of course, we'll have a, a good amount of stuff for all the different creators. So, um, we're lucky to have uh, have just a pretty much a you know incredible lineup of just just fantastic talent that is, is coming down for the show. So, yeah, we've got all sorts of stuff by Rob and uh, Billy and just everyone else there. So, really excited to have all these great people in in Orlando on uh, January 29th. And I, I have a feeling you have a, a good selection of Ethan Van Skyver uh, material as well, too. 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we've got his um his most recent stuff from like Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, and you know going back to a ton of uh, single issues and trades, everything from uh, New X Men to Green Lantern Rebirth and even the Rebirth one shot. Uh, you know, which he was a big part of. So, um, yeah, he's done it. Done had a great career working on it. We even have a few of his like Cyber Frog issues floating around. I don't think anyone's knocking the door down for for those. But um, but yeah, it's definitely a long, very career from uh, from Ethan where he's done just an incredible. Um, you know, credible run on all these different characters, including almost every major, you know, DC and, and a healthy chunk of Marvel's uh, greatest characters. So, yeah, we've got a lot of a lot of his work as well. And Ryan Stegman, you got some of his stuff as well. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we're big fans of, of Ryan. He um, he's done some uh, some incredible stuff, especially in Spider-Man. Like right now, he's done the Renew Your Vows series. Um, is what's going on now. He even did the previous Renew Your Vows series, the one that tied in the Secret Wars about a year, year and a half back. And uh, both of those were huge hits. Um, Superior Spider-Man was awesome. His um, his Fantastic Four stuff with um, FF stuff with Jonathan Hickman was great. I mean, he's he's just done a, a bunch of fantastic series. Done Uncanny Avengers recently, and yeah, we've got a got a good healthy amount of that um, as well. So yeah, so we're re- very excited to um, have Ryan here. I'm pretty sure this is uh, the first time he's he's come to Florida. So um, he's definitely a great um, great talent that. Uh, you know, we're excited to, to meet ourselves, but yeah, he's, he's a fantastic artist. that's really kind of blown up at Marvel these last few years and been able to work on a lot of cool Spider-Man stuff and a few other things all over the, the uh, Marvel universe. Ryan Otley. Do you have uh, the other Ryan? You got Ryan Otley there? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Ryan Otley. Um, he's been doing invincible for years. He's actually, um, my, uh, my, um, store manager, Sean, uh, it's his absolute favorite artist. It's funny because, uh, Ryan Otley and Tyler Kirkham, another talent that's going to be there are two of Sean's probably you know is probably top two artists in the currently working in the industry so um it's wild yeah ryan oddly we have a ton of issues of invincible we, we'll have um and uh invincible it's finally wrapping up we're kind of sad to see that because it's going to end um a year from now um robert kirkman finally announced that um he's like well i've had some other ideas but i think i'm going to end it at 144 and so yeah this one this last uh arc from 133 to 144 is just going to be one final 12 issue send off that kind of uh if it, if it closes the book out and, you know, and is half ex- exciting as it's been so far, it's going to be phenomenal. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things we're excited. On one hand, I want to see, I'm sure the ending will be great and be up there with, uh, you know, Preacher, Hitman, or some of my other favorite books or um, that have had phenomenal endings. On the other hand, I'm like, damn it, I don't want this book to end. I want it to keep running forever. So, um, but, yeah, it's obvious, you know, Robert Kirkman hasn't quite devoted as much time to it with uh, being a little more tied up with Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead and his other other responsibilities so i'd rather have it have a strong send-off um with him and ryan just knocking it out of the park but yeah we're super excited to have ryan otley here in florida for the first time and uh he's definitely one of the one of the artists we're we're you know really excited to see on january 29th cool and tyler kirkham you just mentioned him have some of his stuff as well Yeah, definitely. Um, he, uh, we have everything from his, uh, his, um, art book that he published last year. Uh, we're able to grab some of those, uh, and, um, Deathstroke, of course, I'm a little biased. Deathstroke's my favorite character of all time. So I think he's had a great run on that character. Um, done an awesome job with, uh, with that and just very happy with, um, with all his artwork. He always does, does great stuff. And, uh, like I said, um, Sean, um, my, my store manager, you know, he's, he's been a fan of his since his first, like X-Men, um, you know, X-Men, um, uh, mini series and stuff like that. But yeah, he's had a great run on, on all sorts of different, uh, different stuff in Marvel and DC the last few years. And so, yeah, really excited to have, uh, have him here in Florida as well. So very, very cool. And yeah, got plenty of his, his, uh, great books to, um, to sell. 
do, are you going to let Sean go to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, or is he going to be? Uh, oh yeah, I, I, is he, yeah, are, I couldn't keep him away. Oh, okay, yeah, I, the I, minute he was, I think, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to make him uh, be part of uh, you know famous faces and funnies holding down the store uh, in right. Melbourne, but you're going to let him go. You're going to let him go to the. Oh yeah. The show. Okay. Right. Oh yeah, most definitely. He was. It was one of those things when he was like, "Wait a minute, Tyler Kirkham's there, and Brian Alley. Oh my God, these are you know my two favorite artists." So <laughs> he was really really excited. He was like in disbelief when when uh, everything was getting set up and it was like, oh, we might be able to get Ryan Otley. He was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. So yeah, Tyler was already on board at that point. So yeah, we're very, very happy to have just a fantastic um, lineup of artists. Uh, also, um, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I believe Chad Thomas is still um, still set up to, to be there. He was, yes. he was a great guy. Like, yeah, uh, Chad, uh, great, great guy with, out of all the artists I've talked to, he might have the best taste in other comics out of anyone I've talked to. Not only is he a great artist doing incredible work on the, uh, the, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures books, but he, uh, just a, a great guy who, you know, it's funny, uh, you know, some of the obscure stuff I talk about, like Greg Rekka's run on detective from, uh, 2000, right after no man's land. He's like, Oh my God, that's probably my favorite run of all time. I'm so mad. I, you know, um, gave it away when I was moving or, or, you know, sold it in a collection. So I was able to get a few of those for him last time I was oh. in town. And he was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. He was like freaking out. So I think I dug up a few more that I found here, uh, going through boxes and collections, but, um, but yeah, Chad Thomas, great artist who, um, just done an awesome job on, on the, the turtle stuff. And he just does phenomenal sketches. Really, really great guy. So really excited to have him, uh, have him here again. Yeah. So yeah, just a great, great lineup. I'm really, really excited about the show. I'm, I'm floored because, you know, this lineup is honestly better than some of the some of the uh, you know biggest shows and uh, some of the bigger shows I've been to where the comic guests are. You know, it's it, it's a good good lineup, but sometimes it's the same same people over and over. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely awesome to have such a great lineup of um, of artists for you know for such a, a great you know one day show. So really really excited about it. And uh, you know, this kind of lineup you'd see at a show where you might have to pay you know fifty bucks to get in or yes. whatever. So being a ten dollar show, it's a that's a fantastic deal, and uh, a lot of my customers are really excited seeing this lineup as it's uh, you know going to be a, a fun time for everybody. It's definitely a comic book show. It does have a collectible factor to it, but it leans to the right. comic books. I mean, beyond a doubt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's just it. Is is uh, you know some shows it's it's you know not a lot of comic presence, and right. they might have one artist or something. But yeah, uh, Mike Mike's done a great job getting this uh, this incredible lineup together, and we're just lucky to have so many awesome. Uh, artists and, and uh, you know, comic creators coming to the area. So really, really excited for this show. Well, I have to ask this question about the store, which is related. I will tie it into the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. With 10,000 plus square feet that you have at Famous Faces and Funnies, do you have, right. it, it, it could be in comic book form, it could be, it could be anything, it could be action figure. Do you have any Space Ghost stuff to bring with you or have it to store if somebody um, wants to pick up ahead of time? Because Mike has George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, we're always happy to uh, to see George. He's always really, really funny. Uh, he's great with fans. I mean, he's just such a such a personable guy. He's really, really funny in person. And, uh, yeah, we've got some Space Ghost, Space Ghost Pops, um, a handful of comics. They actually just finally put out the Space Ghost graphic novel that – um, was written year about 10, 10, 12 years ago, and it was out of print for a long time. People were paying, you know, eighty, a hundred bucks Whoa. on eBay for it, uh, and it was a great series. It was um, the artist is phenomenal. Uh, Joe Kelly did a great job writing it. Ariel Olivetti is a great artist, and um, it was one of those lost gems that for a few years was out of print, but they just finally reprinted it about a month and a half, two months ago. So yeah, we have several copies of that. We have some of the single 
random issues of, um, you know, the uh, Space Ghost appearances and like the Scooby-Doo team up and stuff like that. So, yeah, so we'll have a few Space Ghost things to get um, get signed as well at cover price and, uh, you know, the pops and stuff like that. So, yeah, so we'll bring everything Space Ghost that we can. When is Famous Spaces open? Let's. Uh, I know you got a holiday adjustment probably for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, but when are you generally open? Um, we're, we open, uh, our hours are pretty much 12 to nine every, every day. We open a little earlier on Wednesday when we get new comics and toys and, uh, we open at 11 and on Saturday we open at 11 and, uh, Sunday we close at seven a little earlier, but yeah, mostly we're 12 to nine. Uh, that's a safe zone. Uh, but yeah, and uh, we're not exactly, uh, racing people out the door, you know, uh, even, even just, uh, you know, like I said, you know, if we'll, we'll, if we have people coming in last second or whatever, we're usually not racing out the door to, to, uh, close up. So yeah, it's definitely, um, but we're, yeah, we're open all seven days a week and, um, you know, I'll always have new stuff. Yeah. It, throughout the week, we're getting new merchandise, new, um, Funko pops and Gundam models and stuff like that. So even though Wednesday is when we get most of our new stuff and we always post every Wednesday, our picture of all the toys and merchandise we got in and a picture of all the new comics and graphic novels um, throughout the week, we'll kind of update and go, Hey, look, we got these, uh, you know, five new Funko pops in, um, you know, six or 12 or, you know, whatever uh, just throughout the week. But yeah, Wednesday is definitely our biggest day. And, uh, and yeah, Saturday keeps pretty, pretty crazy, but yeah, throughout the week, it's definitely um, good to see so much, uh, you know, so many more new people and just a, a great variety of new customers kind of checking us out all the time. Probably the best way to stay in touch is with, Probably Facebook, right, for the store? Yeah, right. You got it. Yeah, uh, our Facebook page. We don't we don't bombard it. I know some stores are like they'll post every little thing they have on eBay or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll generally post once or twice a day. Um, some days we, you know, sometimes we don't post anything for a day or two. The other thing is, um, we in January we're getting back to posting daily contests. So if you want to win win, you know, cool free stuff, sometimes it's a graphic novel. We have a lot of Marvel graphic novels that we're kind of overstocked on or got a good deal on. Some days it's the pop. Uh, some days it's a $50 Dragon Ball uh, figure or $25 gift card or whatever. Um, yeah, we run all sorts of contests. Um, you're welcome to – anyone's welcome to enter um, as long as they can pick up uh, their prizes or prize at, their prizes at our store. Uh, if not, worst case, if you're not able to make it, as long as you're willing to pay shipping, we'll ship it to you if that's what it comes down to. But, yeah, every, uh, every day in January we're going to continue to do uh, daily contests. We only did a few. We did Mondays and Thursdays in December because it's so hectic for – our busiest month, you know, we've had so far, but yeah, we'll have daily contests with graphic novels and toys and pops and figures and shirts and all sorts of other stuff. So um, just check it out. Sometimes it's, Hey, what's your favorite, you know, character from this TV series? Hey, what do you think of this? And we just kind of go to, Hey, we have had, uh, you know, 75 responses. So we go to random.org, pick, you know, tell one through 75 and it goes number 42 and with the 40 second comment from the bottom wins. And, you know, so, never know never know who's gonna win but uh yeah we always always try and give away some cool stuff fantastic and i have a feeling after talking with mike the promoter for the orlando toy and comic con you might have some orlando toy and comic con tickets to give away and people need to follow you on facebook and find out more if you have them and when you will be giving them away yeah you got it um yeah we actually just talked with uh with mike about that today so yeah we'll have some of the tickets uh as we continue to plug the show we're really excited about and really psyched to see all these creators at so um yeah we'll we'll definitely have some uh tickets to give away um starting early january and probably every uh you know probably once a week or something we'll give away at least a few tickets or a pair of tickets and um 
you know, just making sure people know about the show. So yeah, sometimes it's, it's like I said, just, Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this movie? Um, just some, you know, something silly. You don't have to throw a long, complicated comment in there. And sometimes it's just, Hey, share this, you know, share this out with your friends or whatever. But, um, but yeah, by all means, uh, we'll have some tickets that Mike's kind enough to give us. So we'll have some cool, uh, complimentary tickets for the Orlando toy and comic con that you can pick a better store. Oh so, yeah. If you, if you follow us on Facebook, it's just, uh, facebook.com slash FFF comics as in famous faces and funnies, just three F's, uh, FFF comics, C O M I C S. All right, Rick, thank you for being on the show. I hope we can talk to you again, uh, you know, before the big Orlando toy and comic con and you're, you always have an open uh, microphone here with the Riley and Kimmy show. Very cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks you guys for all you do to help promote our store. We greatly appreciate it. And you guys always run, uh, on, you know, such a great show and always have some clever and funny things to say. So we really appreciate it. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.